I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online Daily News for Friday, April 9th. Coming up, you'll hear about the excitement happening in St. Adolphe today and tomorrow. We'll get to today's COVID-19 case count numbers and let you know about another vaccination super site scheduled to open in our province. These stories and more on the way. And don't be fooled, the light showers yesterday and today will do very little to help the chronic dryness across southeastern Manitoba. So while most people would acknowledge a general lack of moisture right now, local meteorologist Scott Kaler says they probably do not truly grasp how little moisture there actually has been. Since January 1st, only about 17 millimeters of total precipitation, and that's only about 24% of normal. Uh, In a normal year, by this time, we would have seen Uh, about 70 millimeters, so the totals so far are well below what we'd expect. As we enter the growing season, farmers are concerned that this will be the fifth consecutive summer with low amounts of rainfall, and Kaler says the long-range forecast is calling for much of the same, and it does not give a lot of reason to hope. And with that, another shot of winter is headed towards southern Manitoba. As Environment Canada has issued a special weather statement for the southern half of the province, it says a low-pressure system is forecast to move through southern Manitoba beginning on Sunday, bringing falling temperatures, rain, snow, and local blowing snow. The snow is expected to continue through Monday and Tuesday as the system stalls over northwestern Ontario. Early indications are that southern Manitoba could receive between 10 and 20 centimetres of snow. And today is the day St. Adolph residents have been waiting for, for a long time. Reporter Connor Gerbrandt has the story. As one of four finalists in a Canada-wide contest called Craft Hockeyville, St. Adolph has its eyes on the $250,000 prize that would help them rebuild their arena. Hockey is like a major social fabric that weaves our communities together. Hockey enthusiast Lori Stade says she applied for the grant months ago after their ice plant broke and mold was discovered in their walls. To win, St. Adolph must receive more votes than any other finalist. And Stade says people are going nuts. People have been amazing, decorating their lawns and uh, posting pictures on the social media accounts and just telling people about us. And it's just been a really great bonding experience for our town. Unlimited voting is possible as of 8 a.m. this morning and will end late tomorrow afternoon. To find out how you can help St. Adolph win, visit the news story at SteinbeckOnline.com. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. And the fire that forced 12 families from the Neverville apartment complex yesterday morning has been declared accidental in nature. After investigating the situation, the Office of the Fire Commissioner has determined that it was caused by an electrical malfunction. Officials add the apartment sustained $3 million worth of damage during the fire. Meanwhile, the Office of the Fire Commissioner credits a working fire alarm system for saving lives. Had alarms not gone off just before 2 a.m. when the fire ignited, they say people could have seriously been injured or killed. And three individuals believed to be involved in a drive-by shooting in Marchand last summer have been arrested and are now facing charges. In the early morning hours of August 22nd, there was an altercation outside of the Marchand Hotel between management and a group of passers-by. According to RCMP, the visitors left the squabble only to return an hour later with a shotgun, which they fired at the hotel owner from their vehicle. Pierced by several bullets, the man was transported to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Today, police confirmed they have apprehended three males in relation to this event, two from La Brocrie and one from St. Anne, all in their early 20s. Each of the accused is facing charges of aggravated assault and discharging a firearm with intent to wound. 
Now to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. As public health officials confirmed this morning, there are 179 new cases of the virus in our province. Of those, seven are from Southern Health, including one in Steinbeck. As well, another three Manitobans with COVID-19 have died. Today's death toll includes one individual from the Northern Health Region and two from the Winnipeg Health Region. And with that, another vaccination super site is scheduled to open in our province. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. The second super site in Winnipeg will open at the Winnipeg Soccer Federation Complex on Leela Avenue as early as May 7th. Yohanu Buta with the province's Vaccine Implementation Task Force says Manitoba's goal is to eventually have as many as 13 supersites. Including Friday's announcement, there are six. Every single um, region, by region I mean uh, the region that corresponds to the regional health authority, will get at least one more supersite. The one that we announced today was the one for the Winnipeg uh, region at Lila. Every other uh, region will get one. And uh, I will be able to announce uh, both the community and the specific location very soon. Meanwhile, the province announced it has lowered the vaccine age eligibility for super sites or pop-up clinics to individuals age 60 or older and First Nation people age 40 or older. I'm Shannon Duick. And students from across the province are being invited to join the Minister of Education around the discussion table. Establishing a student advisory council was a priority outlined in the provincial education reform announced last month. And now the government is looking for a diverse array of students from across Manitoba to fill those spots. According to Minister Cliff Cullen, the purpose of this council is to harness the talent and forward-thinking perspective of the youth to help shape the future of the school system. Details on how to apply for the council positions is listed on our website at steinbeckonline.com. And finally, some good news for Steinbeck residents as the mill rate will not go up this year. Steinbeck City Council held a public hearing for their 2021 financial plan on Tuesday and the mill rate will hold steady at 13.7 mills, which means homeowners will not see an increase in property taxes this year. With lots of new development, the average property value in Steinbeck increased by 2.6%, which means the average home in Steinbeck is now $207,500. Mayor Earl Funk says this is a well-balanced budget. I feel that it's an aggressive budget, and yet we're living within our means. We're not raising our mill rate. It's the kind of budget that is taking care of the small neighborhood projects such as the dog park and the basketball court at the L.A. Barkman Park. But it also has got big projects on the line like the event center. So we're doing both sides of rec, the neighborhood recreation and we're doing the big regional type recreation too. The 2021 budget also includes capital projects such as the Bradstreet Underground Renewal, the Clear Spring Greens Pathway and the extension of Acres Drive. And you can find details on these stories, including photos, video, and interviews on StandbackOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.